Today is October 17th. The Astros are zombies. We're going to game seven. And are the Dodgers back? Let's do it. Baseball. Welcome. Oh. Get there's two. You can talk over it if you want. Yeah. Welcome back to Talking Baseball. That's not John Boy. It's Jake. John Boy is live on the phone while he's moving. Trevor Plouffe in Roosevelt Studios West, as I am in Roosevelt Studios East with BBD. Uh, John, we still got you on the horn. I'm here. I'm in my new backyard. It's beautiful out. How do you how do you oh. like your new house? I love it. Got a backyard. This uh, little outside shed that I'm thinking about making my office. I think it's heated. It's got cable outlets. It's like weird. They finished everything. The attic is completely finished with trim. Makes no sense. Jimmy, the finisher, O'Brien, Trevor, how are you doing, Big Daddy? I'm doing great. I'm excited. We got two games today. I can't wait to see what Carlos Correa has in store for us today. I'm a mm. sicko. I'm disgusting. I want to see it today. But other than that, I'm great. My hair looks great today. I uh, conditioned it this morning, so I'm just letting it ride a little bit. Yeah, Correa is becoming like a cool guy kind of before our <laughs> eyes, and it's blowing Astros fans' minds. That the outside world can now want to like him uh, We'll see, a lot's going to get decided today But it's getting decided today Because of what happened yesterday The Astros staved off elimination again Jimmy, do you want to get in Like John, John Boy's three minutes of pain here Or, or, or how yeah. do you want to do this? Yeah, sure First and foremost, Dusty has a plan And I'm a fan of it And that's awesome And uh, Cash and Snell both fucked each other uh, Snell didn't pitch good enough to like be fully trusted to stay in and cash probably should have put some trust in him or confidence in his dude. I think that's when analytics backfire is like, I think if he goes out there and says, Hey, you're Blake fucking Snell, just like battle for a couple more outs. That's a better method. Trev, you say that's what the Rays do. Um, I don't know. That whole situation was weird. I think both sides of it were like wrong in a way. Trev. Yeah. I, no, I, I I agree. Um, I wanted Snell to stay in, but we all – I mean, we just know the numbers. It's like we talked about Dave Roberts keeping Kershaw in too long because the third time around is no good. Snell was at only at 88 pitches. Like I've said on the show many times before, he comes from a tree of guys, a pitching tree of guys that want to go deep in games. They want to throw 200 innings. That's his mentality, and I just think organization-wide, they're very analytically driven, obviously. So it was an analytically driven um, decision. The Diego Castillo thing is a little interesting to me. I guess you want him in the high-leverage situations, but it backfired. You know, he did not get the job done, and then you're kind of playing catch-up there, and the momentum swings. It was a, it was an interesting decision. But uh, they Look, they got one more game left. All I got to do is win one, right? Either side. Yeah, the, the other thing I have on that series, and I, we, Jake and I said this on a live stream after you left, Travis, now that the series is tied at three games apiece, if you say to yourself, okay, well, which team has played better, 
the Astros have out-hit, out-pitched, out-bullpen the Rays in this series. The Rays just had superhuman defense for three games, and Altuve was yipping it up. Now that Altuve did the Trevor Plouffe throw 30 balls as hard as you can, and he's making plays at second, like the Astros have been the better team in this series after six games. So that sucks for the Rays. Uh, I think they have a good chance of winning. But momentum and just, like, vibe, like, if this Rays team comes out today and has the same vibe that they had in the dugout and on on the field and Yandy barking at a rookie for no reason, like, they were doing weird shit. Meanwhile, the Astros were just kind of being swaggered out heels and have all the momentum. So I think it's really interesting that they were up 3-0 and the Rays were dominating. But now if you look at it, you're like, actually, Astros have been better this whole series. Yeah, and you wonder you wonder if managerial spin zones come into that. Like you know, you're you're saying the Astros at, at, through six they have outplayed the Rays, and the Rays are still going to be here in Game Seven with their rested plan. So we'll talk talk a little bit more about that on the pregame show. Uh, Jimmer, you want to get some some Dodgers Dodgers Braves thoughts in, and then me and Travel just talk for fifty minutes about nothing. Sure. Yeah, I didn't watch like all of this game. I was laying in bed, but the, my biggest thing is it's kind of like the Rays' defense, and that's the Braves' rookie pitching. And after uh, Wilson, uh, no, who, Minter. After Minter, I think his most pitches thrown was twenty-seven, and he threw thirty something and have shutout ball. Like once, like the shoe had to drop on the Braves a little bit because <laughs> that was unreal. As unreal as the Rays' defense, and uh, you know when the Dodgers do go off they go pretty damn crazy it's kind of special to watch but I think I think the Braves still have the upper hand but I don't know I didn't I didn't see a lot of um a lot of the Dodgers pitching like I don't even know who they use tell me a little bit about it they emptied it out they went May to Kelly to Trinan to Baez to Gonzalez to Gratterall to Kenley at the end which we'll see if that's important later on but yeah I mean they you know, the Dodgers kind of implemented that bullpen day that looks genius when everyone is on, and pretty much everyone was on. Victor Gonzalez was the only guy out of the pen to give up a run. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, once they got the lead, Atlanta, you know, at the Will Smith, Will Smith entanglement that I'm sure everyone wants to talk a lot about, you know, they finish with Webb and Tomlin. So, um, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's, for pitching-wise, it's the classic when that works. It looks beautiful. Every Everyone's new and funky and different and just needs a clean inning. When it doesn't, uh, it gets ugly. And that's, you know, going back on this box score right now for the Braves, Matzik, Green, Smith, and Webb, um, you know, three of those four are good guys for them, and all four of them gave up runs consecutively. Um, yeah, and the, the other thing that I'll say before I, I let you guys do your thing is, uh, after going six games and five games through both championship series and seeing the strategies and the way teams go about it with no off days, I hate it. I know a lot of old heads on MLB Network were like, I love this. It's a true test of the depth of a team, not how good are your top 13 guys, how good are your top 25 guys. It sucks. Teams are not trying to win. Like the Rays, the Rays were fine taking – like they're not using their best bullpen. The Braves are not using their best bullpen. They're clearly playing for a seven-game series because they'd rather not kill their pitchers. So I'm officially firm stance, no off days in the ALCS. Sucks. Trev? On that point, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in the middle there. I, I, I kind of see where guys are coming from because you do, this, is, this is how the rest of the season is played. I mean, seven games in seven days is, happens all the time. Um, I get that it's, you know, 
a seven game series, so it's managed a little bit different. Uh, I do like seeing the best of the best, but I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. I'm kind of thinking I, I, I don't like that it's like this, and I don't want it to stay this way. But it's been fun to see how they approach it because you know this isn't like those guys are saying. It's not just you have three relievers and three starters, and you see what happens. Like you know, you really got to see what you got in the tank. So to me, it kind of has been a little bit of separator for, you know, that depth. And and I guess the biggest point is it's made a difference in how you manage a game. And I kind of like that. I want managers to mean something. In, in those other series, they don't really mean that much. You know, you have your guys and you let them go and the players decide it. Um, this is a little bit more of a tactical, if you will. Uh, type of series so as i do agree with jim i don't necessarily want to see it happen again because i don't think it's good for players either uh, but it has been fun to see like you know we're talking about dusty has a plan cash cash who's usually the best at managing his bullpen did he screw up yesterday i, I kind of like those storylines involved in it yeah it's- yeah i just wish it was like you know walker kershaw urias Dustin May for a fourth game. If you need him, Walker, Kershaw, Urias, uh, Freed, Anderson. You know, sure, just like, sure. Give the us like premier starters multiple games. And then and then I think it's pretty clear managers aren't managing the same way, which you're right. Like it's more tactical if you like that. But you're also relying on guys that you never relied on in big outs. And Jake, hit him with the Scott Van Pelt quote. How good is your good? That's I think that's what people want to see in the playoffs. And I guess my my only counter to you, Jim, because I agree with a lot of what you're saying, is you know this was sprung on them <laughs> at the end of the year. It would have been really cool to see. You know, we talked about the Lance yeah. Lynns and guys like that that didn't get traded this year. Um, you know, I think if teams planned for this and knew this is how the season ended, all these teams and especially our Yanks, we always bring it back here, like. They plan on using their high leverage guys after off days, <laughs> like that. That was their playoff plan, and that uh, that's changed everything. So yeah, I mean, it, it feels it does feel weird having a team go down in a playoff game, and it's almost a relief. That's that was Snitker's quote. Like it, hey, if we're gonna get beat, let's get blown out so we use our bad guys. And I guess that's not yeah. great. It's like a weird mindset, and like a lot of the guys, like the pitchers that the Blue Jays picked up at the deadline. Like, uh, you know, fourth guys that can give you length. I think if they knew there was going to be no off days, there would have been a mad dash to get, like, back-end starters that you can use as, uh, you know, a starter or, like, give you four innings in a blowout. Yeah. Oscar, you know, we'll see if that, that yeah. comes back to matter. Uh, Jimmer, thanks, bud. Yeah. Uh, the chat does request that you get some Mac footage. They wanted – a GoPro on Mac during moving day uh, That may be tough uh, So I don't know, maybe an IG story or two Yeah, he's not with us right now But but I will okay. um, And then tell the patron chat I love them And see you guys later Patrons, we love you uh, Yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you at the pregame show, alright? Goodbye See you, Dad Better, James. Finally Okay, Jeez. we can start oh, the wow. show Oh my god <laughs> Woo! I love the Astro. <laughs> just, just go full, full, uh, full spin. All right, let's uh, let's do it, Trev. You want to uh, Talk some more? I got there's a lot of shit went down yesterday, Big Jakey. Jake, you want to go back burn? to the Rays Astros? Yeah, let's go back to let's go back to Rays Astros. We're a cron pod. I do have a burn written up, so I'll chew through it quick and then I'll kick it can to I, you. Can I? Can I like? 
tip it to you? Yeah, if if you want to tip it to me, yeah. I don't know how to do Give that. Give me the tip, baby. Just fucking just do it. Okay. <laughs> Jake. It's time to burn. Ooh, rematch of game one, Blake. What's that snell for the Rays versus call the Frambulance? Valdez and the Strohs try to stay alive for one more game. Bottom two, Slick Willie Adamas with the RBI double gives Tampa the early lead. It would stay 1-0 until the fifth. Snell gets pulled for Castillo. Cash's decisions wouldn't be money. Tell me if you've heard these names before, Trev. Springer, Altuve, Correa combined for four RBI in the fifth. Just like that, it's 4-1. Well, 5-1. Tucker, I barely know her. Kyle gets in on the action. Brantley and Tucker again driving runs in the 6th, 7th. It's 7-1. Oh, my God, it's happening. Tampa would do their best to not Margot down easily. Or at least Manny. How about two homers in the 7th and 8th for Manny Margot at 7-4? But Presley would lock it down in the ninth. Framber with a strong six innings, nine Ks, one earned run. To Scrub, to Taylor, to Javier, to Presley. Strohs win game six, seven, four. We are going to game seven, baby. Fuck yes. Holy smokes, Trev. You crushed that, Jake. You crushed Thanks, it. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Love that. What do you want, I like Trev? We, I know we hit some of the bullet There's points. There's so many things to go There's to in this game. So, so many things. Framber doing it. Do we have to talk about the Yandi Framber? Exchange. I mean, I don't a, really know what that a was little about. bit, but nobody really knows. Like I, I, I don't know if anyone's. Hold on. This is what I'm. This is what I'm gonna look real quick. Okay? Yeah. Where's Framber from? Framber's from. Dude, I did pa- this. Palenque, Dominican. Yandi's from Yandy. Cuba. I looked this. That up. doesn't make any sense. That maybe was my, this is. That was my same exact thought process. I was like, maybe these guys go back to the island, um, because the way they're going at each other. Um, there must have been something we just missed. Like, Framber must have punched Yandi and let out a little yippee or something in game one. I don't know, but that was wild, man. Taking a walk and screaming it, at the pitcher? I don't want to say what it looks like. Well, Jimmy you had know what it looks like. Jimmy had a theory that I, I think he went full Framber hooked up with Yandi's sister or something like that. I... It looks like Yandi. I'm not going to speculate or You're say anything like that. But you know what happens when you get on the sauce? You get a little crazy. That's kind of what it looked like. I'm not okay. saying he's on the sauce. I'm just saying look. that's what it looked like to me. Like he was just angry. Booze or the, steroids? Is it the competitive juices? Yeah. Coming out? Is that what that is? Because that's a lot of competitive juice coming out. We need to save that, bottle that up a little bit. Thought that was funny. Uh, he, I mean, a great walk. Yeah. Way to lay off that curveball. So let's let's oh. do um because you know th- this game's rolling. Framber looks pretty good. Shadows, uh, Snell looks you know Snell. He's struggling, but he's putting up zeros. Uh, and they go up one nothing. And then in the fifth, he lets on the first two base runners, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, with Maldonado in the nine spot up. And he go and Cash goes to Castillo, which again, this this is where things can kind of sound wishy washy because we want these games to be played like uh, elimination playoff games, right? So if that's the case, you know, 
Cash probably goes to Castillo there. This is a huge spot in the game. It's Maldonado and then the top of that Astros lineup, which is scary. Um, But at the same time, man, there is this, you know, I'm the one starter mentality. Blake, Blake Snell has a Cy Young in the bag at his home. And he's getting pulled in the fourth. It was 82 pitches, Trev, with Maldonado, the nine-hole hitting catcher, coming up. Um, And that is one of the things where there's got to be some mental psyche stuff there that we saw it when Snell comes off the mound. He was pissed, man. It's it's exactly what you'd expect the Rays to do. That's kind of what my point was. Like That's what they have been doing all season long. That's what the... Numbers I'm sure have said to do it was his third time going through. Even even though he had struck Springer out twice, Altuve was 0 for one. I'm gonna go back and look what Maldonado did. Uh, ground out, and I guess that was his second time through. So he didn't, so he didn't face him. So those guys, I mean, a combined 0 for four with a walk. Uh, the three guys coming up. I, I I tend to agree with. Cash's decision, you know, as much as I want starters to get their length and to go deep into games, I mean, this is you manage a little bit differently in the playoffs. And Cash played, you know, played his best hand, and it doesn't work out all the time. And then we're here, here we are, second guessing it. But we, I think he got to give Cash a little bit of credit there. Like he knows what he's doing. It just didn't work out, you know. Uh, Maldonado puts a bunt down on a tough pitcher to bunt, and people. You know, we talked. We talk about bunts a lot. Nobody ever wants you to bunt. Can I cut you off for a second, Can do you think he still would have bunted if Snell was out there? Yes. Okay. I do. I do because it was just the perfect situation to bunt. You have Maldonado, who you know, he's the nine-hole hitter. Okay. Uh, Specific against Diego, clearly a double play candidate with that sinker coming in. You turn the lineup over. If you move the guys over, second and third, okay, what, you're going to walk Springer to face Altuve and then uh, who was after that? Correa, uh, Brantley Correa, like Bregman? No. Like you're going to pitch. You have the opportunity to get another run there. I thought it was I thought it was perfect. Um, if there ever was a situation to bunt, that was a great situation to bunt. He gets it down on a tough pitch, and then, you know, the rest uh, kind of is history there. I, I, like I said, though, to go back to it, I, I do agree with Cash's decision as even though, you know, you think I think Snell could have could have done it. But in that in that instance, I think the cash was just like, this is let's play our best hand. And the Astros have done what the Astros have done. They made him pay. Yeah. I mean, anytime that you go to Castillo, I mean, that's kind of the Rays going for the throat there. Uh, the bunt. And again, this starts getting into analytics and all those kind of fights. Trev, the part I love the most um, about your counter that, again, analytics doesn't fully pick up, Maldonado double play ball. Um, and think about how how much of this series have we talked about impactful Rays double plays. Uh, if mm-hmm. Maldonado had grounded out into one, you know, we'd be saying, oh, the Rays do it again. You probably see the Astros' head drop in the dugout. Instead, you've got second and third with Springer and Altuve coming up. They have the infield in with three men on the left side. And again, analytics people, I know you're going to want to fight us on this. That wasn't George Springer's home run swing. George Springer tried to hit a ball to the second baseman, and guess what? He did it, and nobody was there. And again, whenever I go on one of these analytical rants, like, we love analytics. Analytics are great, and use them. 
but there is still going to be a future world of baseball where we need to calculate this. Because, yes, it's really hard to hit a ball to second base, but you know who can probably do it? Uh, Springer, Altuve, Altuve. Brantley, (laughs) Bregman. Bregman. Uh, you know, I, I think we need to start making adjustments for the guys who are elite stick handlers, which they don't have a way to quantify, so that's why they can't. So, hey, when Castillo comes in, that's Cash playing a card. Dusty plays his bunt card. And then he ends up looking like a genius because Springer chops one to second base. It's a two-RBI single. Um Amen. That whole sequence is just extreme, extremely well executed by the Astros. Because typically, if you are in the ship, you're like, okay, take your try to hit a ground ball to second base because we're going to be throwing sinkers in on you. Here's where you hit, typically hit the ball on the ground. We're going to cover that. If you want to try to hit this hole, go ahead. The problem with that is you got runners on second and third, so that. If, if you are successful hitting that hole, which Springer was, it's two runs. So it's – you have to just have to tip your cap to the Astros. And it's not like the Rays did anything wrong either. They, they did what the Rays do. They went with the numbers. They went with the analytics. They shifted when they should have shifted. It's just that the Astros outplayed them in that situation. Springer, you know, that was 100%. I don't know if he came on and said that afterwards or not, but that was 100% him trying to go that way, and it's really it's really hard to do it, and he did it. You just it, have to tip your cap, man. It, it is, and it I mean, it ends up looking great for them. They score four in that fifth inning. Again, it's Springer, Altuve, Correa. Uh, four to one. Uh, Kyle Tucker gets the Rook, McClanahan, who comes in after that, and again, this kind of ties into what we were talking about when John Boy was on the line. You know, McClanahan, all the talent in the world, he's a Rook. Man, who who doesn't have any experience, but the Rays are trying to burn through pitches. He throws 45. Tucker clips him. He gets in trouble with Brantley and Tucker the next inning. Um, So then it's 7-1, and I think a lot of people, we literally, we were live streaming this game, and we were like, hey, Jimmy's got to move tomorrow. We're trying to get any sleep we can. We called it. By the time I get back home, Manny Margo homered once, and you're like, oh, nice for you, Manny Margo. And then he does it again. It's a two-run mm-hmm. shot, 431. It's 7-4. And, okay, so a lot of people just don't understand the whole John Boy Media relationship with the Houston Astros. Um, and I, I'll say this. When Astros went up 7-1, everyone is firing off their tweets like, oh, these Rays aren't good as the 2004 Yankees. Like, people were digging Deep uh, Yankees fans, Red Sox fans, Houston fans, the LA fans, like the heart of baseball Twitter <laughs> was going in. And I was like, well, it'd be a hell of a time for the Rays to, to really upset this game uh, as everyone's getting really hot on the Astros. They don't. Presley came in third straight day and actually looked really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, 7 4 final, and the Rays, as we were also alluding to, after McClanahan. Alvarado for 25 pitches, Loop for 11, Curtis for 8. Um, and that's kind of this weird thing we'll talk about on the pregame show. Like, I I think the Rays are still feeling pretty good. Like, you're nervous. You don't want to be that team that gets remembered, you know, whenever they talk about this going forward. But they've got Morton, Glass now, and their good bullpen ready yeah, to go. they got everybody they need. Ready to go. While uh, today for Houston, you know, it would be Presley's fourth day of work. Um 
I think Scrub might have gone back-to-back days. You're without Framber. But, again, Lance McCullough's been pretty good. So, I mean, we can we can save that whole conversation for the pregame show. Uh, Trev, you called uh, Susugo pinch hit, so we'll let you flex on the people. What else? I, I think that's a matchup to watch for today. If, if Dusty is going to rely on Presley at the back end of a game, if it's close, which I got to imagine he will because it's crunch time. You want your guys in there, and he's his guy. The Rays are going to counter with Susugo, and he's had now two really good at-bats against Presley. One was a deep fly ball out last night. Not a great – I mean, he got a base hit, you know, didn't crush that ball, but definitely still looks very comfortable against Presley. So that'll be a matchup to watch for. That's going to be an excellent game. What time What, what time is that starting? It's a little later, right? So that's the nightcap tonight, 830 East, 8.37 Eastern. Okay, so shadow should be not a non-factor. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe right early. at the beginning of the game. Uh, I think that really helped McCullers out the first day because he can wrinkle it up there. Um, and, you know, Morton's would be the same way if there were shadows. But I think we'll see a true game here. Shadows shouldn't be uh, have any effect on the game. And, I mean, look, game seven. Did I read right that the Astros are the only second – the only the second team in sports history to go force a game seven after going down three zero. Yeah, how I is think, that fucking possible? I, I think that's the other way to bend bend the stats a little bit. I mean, basketball is basketball, so if a team dominates, there's kind of no comeback. Football doesn't do it. Doesn't Hockey, do it. I guess, would be a little surprising. I know it's they were only the third baseball team to ever force a game six after being down three. Right. So they said it was the second team ever in any in sports history to go down three nothing and force against them. That's wild and, to me. And again, obviously the other one being the 04 Red Sox. Dude, I th- I think it's it's kind of what Jimmy alluded to. Uh, you know, teams aren't built how they used to. Like it's not throw your four best starters and win the game. Like it's baseball's changed a little bit. That we let's be honest, we haven't seen the Rays kind of go full tilt since. Uh, Game four with Glass, now they had the ability to, and they did not. Um, and, like, I think we might see this in Dodgers Atlanta a little bit where teams are a lot with with knowing rest and how players perform with rest and blah, blah, blah. You know, again, I think these Rays are sitting there comfortable that they're saying, hey, game seven, we got our best guys lined up, let's do it, um, which is just this weird sports mindset. Hey, Rays have been in an elimination game before already this uh, postseason. We all know what happened there. I know you guys remember it. Um, it's, I'm just expecting great baseball today. I'm excited to watch. Uh, I had something else on the Rays, but I forgot. Maybe I'll think about it. But, yeah, um, here we go, man. Beauty. Uh, yeah, and, again, we'll be, we'll be talking about that in the pregame show coming up after this for the patrons. You guys will all be there. We love you guys. Oh, I wanted to point out. this is Okay, real. we found it. <laughs> Our guy. I mean, look, we talked about Jimmy referenced that the Astros have been better than the Rays pretty much in every facet of the game. Harry, in our chat, kudos to you. have been pointing it out. The Rays have to hit, dude. Like, they can't just rely on a timely home run here, a timely home run there. Like, you got to hit. Especially against this Astros team, I think that's going to be the difference. Like they got to come out and swing it today. They can't rely on their pitching staff to just shut them down because it's not happening. The Astros can swing it. You got to be able to swing the bats too. Cash alluded to that in the post game press conference. He's like, "We we need to hit. 
Yeah. So time to step up, whoever it may be. Trev. Know, somebody other than Randy, our guy, has got to step up. I uh, Again, this is one of Jakey. It's kind of low-hanging fruit, and it's not really analysis. Rays were 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position yesterday. I think the game before that, I think they were also 0 for. You know, in uh, those at-bats, if two of them drop, you end up having, you know, this game's probably 7-8. Uh, but we'll see. And the other thing, in that Houston rally... Uh, after Snell got pulled, you know, the advanced stats were coming out. The expected batting averages on those balls were, were pretty low, and, you know, that's uh, that's kind of baseball and BABIP, BABIP luck turning back on its head a little bit. So everyone will be watching that today. Game 7, mm. Houston Astros, Tampa Rays, excited for that. And before we jump in to your Dodgers, Trev, can I tell the people about DraftKings a little bit? It's week five of the football season. That's in the books, Trev. We're on to week six, and there's no better place to get in on all of the actions with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week six, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. They're giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to 1000 Dollars, Poppy could use that. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry. If football isn't for you, DraftKings is giving all basketball fans a 200% profit boost. Uh, I guess that's college basketball. NBA kind of wrapped up. Use it on UFC, too. Who knows? DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JUMBOY when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code JUMBOY to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gaming prom. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How about that? Um, all right. Trev, you good to go on to this Dodgers-Braves game? Just watching this footage on Twitter of these guys that tried to, like, kidnap the governor of Michigan, and it's like a tr- tactical training video that, like, somehow one of the news stations obtained. These guys are such fucking dorks. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know, what, man. What is going on? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. You got it, Bieber. Speaking of dorks, Jake, ready to burn? Oh, sassy. Sweet, sassy, molassy. Burn. Wow. The Dodgers try to stave off elimination, embarrassment, and wholesale changes throughout the organization with Dustin... May the odds ever be in your favor as he walks into the Hunger Games of this Atlanta Braves lineup. AJUS Minter gets the start, and boy, was he money. Three innings pitch, one hit, seven Ks. His first start since college on a bullpen day. What? Dar no, dar yes. RBI single. He's a monster. Pache with the RBI. Oh my God, it's happening again. It's two nothing. Braves, bottom three. Doppelganger Dansby with the sack fly scores Ozuna to go up 3-0. Oh, 
No. Ozuna, the big bear with the base running air slash. Mookie Betts with the web gem. Instead of 3-0, it's 2-0, and it's 2-1. Seager later. Corey with the dinger. Top six, the second biggest Will Smith entanglement of the year. The catcher, Will Smith, clips the pitcher, Will Smith, for the three-run homer. 2-1 to one to 4 to 2. Mookie Dookie, he gets the RBI single. 5 to 2. Yeah, show that. Do that arm thing, Mookie. I like that. And then Corey Topanga's another one. 413 feet. It's 7 to 2. Dodgers. Darno tacks another one on late, but that would be your final. May to Kelly to Trinan to Baez to Gonzalez to Gratterall to Kenley. At the end, Dodgers take game five, seven, three, final. The series is now 3-2 Bravos. Corey Topanga's another one out of here. I mean, hey. Pretty, pretty good right there. You got me. You know, that's what it do what it is. Look. Yeah. We know that we knew the Dodgers weren't going to go down without a fight. But we also didn't know that A.J. Minter was going to come out and do what he did. We can only hold these bats down for so long. The Braves want to have – if the Braves want to close it out, it's, they have to continue to hit. That's that's what they have to do. Because the Dodgers, I mean, look, could they be silenced in the game? Yes. Is it likely? Probably not, dude. Like when they got When they got the confidence going like this and Mookie's at the top and you got Seager as locked in as he is. Uh, Muncy's hit some balls hard, not a lot of success, but like he's kind of coming too. Like everybody was kind of getting on the in on the action last night. Nine hits from the Dodgers. Uh, Will Smith with a big homer. It just they're gonna have to score. The Braves are gonna have to score. They had some opportunities yesterday. We obviously were watching that since we took the over three and a half runs. Mm. But uh, the Dodgers played some good defense and got some timely outs when they needed to double play on Mookie's ball. That was kind of that was it. If, if Mookie charges that ball and doesn't glove it, kicks off his glove and they score two runs, four nothing, that's that could be the end of the season. Instead, he catches it and throws to home. Ozuna leaves the bag early. Yeah. For some reason, he just hopped off the bag. Double play. End of the inning. So, uh, I don't know if it was end of the inning. It was two outs. But, um that Got to hand the Dodgers, man. That ended it. He, uh, he, he was the third out of the inning after that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So to to try to cronpod this a little bit, Minter, uh, good for you, dude. A Texas guy. Uh, he comes out and he shoves. And if you're the Dodgers, you got to be sitting there like, no way. Minter today, three innings, seven Ks. Like you got to start doing one of those look arounds in the dugouts. Like maybe it's not our year. Um, and then Dustin May, he looked so up and down, man. I'm so interested to see where his career goes because, uh, I mean, it looks like some of the most arm talent you've ever seen. It's going to go well. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing. He is still so young, um, but, you know, it's still fully not hair. Oh, excuse me, there. The hair is there. Um, and, Trev, I, I don't know, man. I, I believe so much in momentum in sports, and I had Braves fans pretty mad at me. Um, because Mookie catches that ball at his shoe tops, which again, you know, there's 
I think the list of right fielders that catch that ball you probably put on one hand. I don't know how many catch it while without diving so that they can still make the throw home. And I think that's where, again, you put Ozuna in a bad position, not a guy known for his base running necessarily. Uh, they tried to point out on the broadcast that there was a lot of bodies in his way. There, between the base runners, the fielders, and the shift, there was like six guys to look through. I don't know if that affected him. Uh, it was a little funky anyways. I mean, you saw the happy feet, and, and that's the stuff where – Hey, we say it a lot. We don't know exactly how war works, but how many war points does Mookie Betts get on that play? Because you just saved a run, you saved a hit. Um, and I, I wonder, I said I think it's going to change the momentum of this game. Braves fans got very mad at that because, um, you know, I, I think they're playing. A lot of the analysts have been saying, like, when are these Dodgers going to kick in? When are these Dodgers going to kick in? We were saying it for game four when Kershaw came back. Um, but when Mookie does that, it goes from 3 nothing to 2 nothing, and then Seager leads off the inning with a bomb. I mean, just think about the Dodgers' emotion there. You go from down 3 nothing in an elimination game to it's a 2-1 game and Seager just homered. Minters out of the game. Like, you're starting to feel pretty good. And then uh, after that, I mean, Will Smith on Will Smith, which had, had baseball Twitter a buzz, Trev. Oh baby, I I wanted to hate on all the Will Smith stuff, but I actually found it quite amusing. Like it was so wholesome, so wholesome, and you just knew that everyone was waiting for that. So it was like one of those things. Like just let it happen. Let everybody get it out of their system. Let's let's see how original you are, which is we found out not very original for a lot of people. But yeah, I think that at bat right there. We talked about the Mookie play was a game changer. That at bat by Will Smith, the batter against Will Smith, the pitcher, was fucking incredible, dude. Like yeah. the the approach that he has. If you're looking at like a swing to emulate, like he's one of the guys you want to emulate. Like he just does everything right. He took some really good pitches, uh, back foot sliders, uh, heaters in, and then you know he gets the pitch he wants. Heater down and in, and just cranks it. Got to feel good to do that. And I think uh, once that happened, it was like, okay, this is the Dodgers game. Let's, you know, hopefully they can make a comeback, da 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 da. But that seemed to me like that was almost already the nail in the coffin in the game. Yeah. And that's uh, going back to this new playoff format. I mean, once the Dodgers go up 4 2, you know, they go Matzik to Green to Will Smith, who are, you know, some of the Braves' high leverage guys. After that, they go to Webb. Uh, Jacob Webb, 27, not one of their higher leverage relievers. And, you know, again, I think in playoff years past, you probably do use one more high leverage guy, and you say, hey, if we could keep this at two runs, you know, with this Braves offense, I mean, two runs, that's that's a walk, and then literally whoever comes to the plate. Uh, Instead, they go to Webb, who gets the two outs, and then the Dodgers turn it on. To that kind of scary degree that makes you realize how they won 43 games uh, That they just got going uh, Betts following Taylor Seager hits another one um, Yes Which Trev, I, and, and this is fun I almost, I, almost, I almost tagged you on Twitter last night um, I don't know if you saw it I did a little poll Because, you know, Stone Tired Jake on the couch was. Uh, I voted, I voted Who'd you vote for? Carlos Correa. 
It's really interesting um, because, you know, Correa's been dominating. Their career numbers are actually very similar. Um, I think Correa has the defensive edge. I think yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, Se- defensively, he's Seager adds a little something different on offense because he's a lefty. Like, I, I know that shouldn't really matter, but it kind of does. Um, and I think it's one of those weird things where it's – I think I'd rather have – if Corey Seager was my three hitter, I think I'd rather have that than Correa. Like Correa, kind of he, he's normally down in the lineup a little more with those Astros. I guess you could kind of say the same for Seager. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a really fun conversation. And I was the moment I posted that, I knew there was going to be some absolutely fire slash terrible takes about how can you compare Seager to Correa? Correa's not even in Seager's area code, and it's like, well, no, that's actually. That's why it's Oh, a fun I wasn't say the other way. I think look, I know Seager's a really good player and he can hit and he plays defense as well. I think Carlos Correa is just a, he's a, a, a step above where Seager's at. I, in my opinion. I, and, I, and dude, if you have Seager as your short like uh, uh, my Dodgers friends say this all the time, like that nobody appreciates Corey Seager. Like, you gotta appreciate Corey Seager. You got that guy as your starting shortstop, like be very, very happy with that. And how many trade rumors was he in this year? Like, get rid of him, get Lindor. Yeah, no, leave that guy alone. He's very, very good. Carlos Correa is on a different level. I think probably mainly because he hits the long ball a little more. I'd have to look at the numbers. Uh, I'm pr- pretty sure he hits more homers, and I think he's a little bit better defensively. But um, they are not too far off, but I think Correa is just like a little tier above. But yeah. two excellent shortstop. Seager's got him a little bit on OPS. I I do think defensively, uh, Correa's got the edge on him, and that's that's where I think it's a fun combo. Would you rather have the lefty, you know, slugging shortstop in your lineup, or would you rather have kind of the more traditional, really good hitting righty who's also a Can't stud go wrong. defensively? Yeah. Um, I, my biggest takeaway from yesterday um, was that we got Gratterall and we got Jansen in the game, and both of them looked. Lights out. Jansen. I mean, I know I'm trying to – who did he face? Let me see. You know I love a good redemption story, Trev, and I'm almost – I'm almost buying into Kenley. He faces Dansby, Austin, Riley, and Camargo. So not the thick of the Braves' order, but kind he of. dominated them. He dominated them. Three strikeouts swinging. How many pitches did he throw? Like barely any. I mean, he just he just looked great. Cutters cut here, here I am just – Praying for someone to get on, and like we need, we need one run, one run, one run. And Kenley is just as dominant as I've ever seen him. Dude, that cutter's cutting. I'm, I'm wondering if it's the mound. I'm wondering if it's confidence. I'm wondering if he regripped and found something because his past two outings have looked good. They've been lower leverage. Um, so maybe that's it too. If you're, if you're one of those Dodger, if you're a Dodger hater fan, that's never going to believe in Kenley. And I, Hey, I kind of get it. <laughs> you've, you, you've seen him blow some tough moments for you, but, um, and, our guy Jack Davis retweeted yeah. something last night talking about how every Dodgers fan is still like, this isn't like in the fourth or fifth inning. Maybe it was the sixth inning when they took the lead, uh, with Seager's bomb. He retweeted something that was saying like Dodgers fans collectively are like, already nervous shitting their pants thinking about Kenley coming in later this game yeah and I sent that to my buddies and they're like they're like absolutely like we need we need five more runs like you know yeah. so Kenley can, they said so Kenley can come in and give up his couple runs and we'll feel good about it whatever whatever but doesn't happen Kenley comes in and looks dominant and that's baseball baby 
Yeah. Uh, so he's ready to go. Gratterall looked good. Induced a did he induce a double play? Um, I'm trying to think because the only other Braves moment is after they got punched. Uh, they had a little rally forming. Camargo pinch hits and draws the walk. Um, and then he kind of screams at the bench, like, let's go, let's go. And that's when Pache grounds out into the double play. And it was like, I think this one might be over. That was that was Baez. I'm looking right here. Gonzalez. Gra- Gratterall, Gonzalez. Was, Gratterall was after that. Freeman doubled after Gonzalez. Fly ball, ground ball. Gets in the score, then yeah, he strikes uh, Ozzy out. That's right. Okay. So set up for uh, game six. Max Fried, Walker Bueller. Yeah, man. I'm rematch uh, game one. You know, I'm I'm a romantic. I'm a lover. I'm passionate. You know, I think, you know, go both ways when you lock that door and you're in there. What? Um, today might be the best day of baseball of the year. Um, Max Fried versus Walker Bueller. Um, uh, that game is going to be crazy intense. Um, and then game seven, Astros-Tampa. Um, you know, I, I don't know who's going to be more nervous coming into that game. I don't I don't think it's Tampa. I think it starts to turn into, like, the Astros, you almost did the hard part. You got to game seven. Um, and now if you don't finish it, oh, boy. So um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be about eight hours <laughs> consecutively. Of insane baseball I'm excited for that We'll talk about that On the pregame show Coming up soon I keep doing this If like, you're fans of these live teams radio like, show. Enjoy this Dude like yeah. I wish Oh no <laughs> I wish I had a team That I was really invested in To root for today Yeah Like if It's like I root for the Like my really only two teams I really 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 Oh I have three teams Seahawks mm. Trojans Lakers Twins, okay. come on! Say please, say twins. We're a baseball podcast. I'm not like that with the twins. I know, I know, I'm not like I know what you mean. I wish I was. That's what I'm saying. I know and maybe I would be if they were here. Maybe I would feel that way. But if you're one of these, uh, a fan with one of these teams going now, like just enjoy this fucking moment, dude. Like feel that nervous energy and like that's what sports is all about, dude. I can't even imagine what Astros fans are feeling right now. It is so. Them against the world, like that's a fun feeling. Rays fans, so fucking nervous. Like we had three, we're up three zero. Are we gonna be a joke like the 04 Yankees? That's tough. And then you have the break. I mean, everything. Enjoy this shit. It's amazing, man. Playoff baseball is incredible. I, I know on on days like this, it's the classic. Try to distract yourself. Like if I was a. If I was a Rays or Houston fan, I would, you know, have my whole morning planned out, and I never plan anything. But I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go to this coffee shop, um, get a nice cup of joe. I'll, I'll walk there. How nice is that gonna be? And then about a half hour before the game, my brain will mentally shut down. And uh, so yeah, can you I, imagine if it was if it was Yankees Astros and they'd forced a game? <laughs> Trev, I really can. I mean, we uh, it, it's funny we. You know, we like talking to the people about our work schedule because we like opening up the door for them. We're tr- not trying to do it in like a look how hard we work way. But if the Yankees were playing this week, we would be dead. We'd be dead. dead. I don't know what John Boy would be doing. You'd have to pick one. You couldn't do both. Dead. I think death would be the choice. Death is the choice. Um, like we're we're already hurt, and I I I think I got my ten hours of sleep in last night, uh, medically aided. Um, 
on the couch. If I'm being, I fell fell asleep on the couch, and normally if I if that does happen to me, it's like a wake up at two a.m. stumble into bed. I slept on the couch from midnight to eight thirty a.m. Just I clean. That. I love thinking about you on the couch. Just clean. Me and the dog, just heavy breathing. Um, oh man, exciting times. Um, do you know what I? Uh, just a little chat, real quick. Do you sure. know what I started watching? What'd you start watching, Trev? Speaking of being medic, you know, yeah, medicated. Aided. I was medicated last night. I was watching. Uh, I'm on like episode four or something like that of The Boys. Oh, okay. Heard good things. It is fucking wild. Mm. Very gory, and like kind of like whoa, very edgy, if you will. Okay. I was not expecting that. It's about it's about bad superheroes. Trevor, talking baseball trivia question. Which player did we interview ended his interview by saying he's for the boys? He said his name and then he said he's for the boys. Cole Tucker? No, it's a good guess. It it, it was someone who surprised us with it. It was Neil Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love Neil, man. So, What's Neil doing right now? We need to call Neil up. Yeah, we might have to do uh, if we uh, if we have some weird downtime in Dallas, we might have to do a weird just like hit people up and just like keep it running, catch up. Day. I'm excited to do some more interviews. I, it was it was uh fun to do that. I was happy to get away from it and actually talk baseball. But you know, during the off season, I'm assuming we'll get kind of back to that schedule. Uh, it's going to be interesting to talk to guys about this year. I've talked to, yeah. I don't know, two or three guys now. I talked to John Jay yesterday. I was talking Ooh, to him about. Oh, boy. Yes. He's going to be, spoiler, he's going to be coming on sequence, talking about some of the World Series stuff. Um, he's just an all-around good guy, like a, like a baseball, like your favorite baseball player's favorite baseball player, mm. John Jay. And uh, he was just saying, man, such a strange, strange year. So many different things. It's going to be fun to dive into that. Beautiful. little teaser at the end and a little shout-out to the chat, the Patreons who have been great today. Harry Lewis at the end. Carlos Correa is two months younger than Framber Valdez. Uh, Probably three years younger when you- than <laughs> Framber Valdez, if I had to guess. When it comes out that Framber... Framber doesn't look very young. Framber's a young 34 currently. Um, I love that. He has he's a boyish awesome. smile. He's though. awesome, man. He's all, we didn't talk about him enough. He's six innings pitched, right, one earned run, nine Ks. He deserves a lot more love. Framber was awesome. And then the whole Yandy thing, then getting the double play, like that is some freaking stones, bro. Dude, if you uh, all right, deep cut to end it because we do have to end it. Um, Framber, if he continues like this, we did this before. Like he starts entering like a top five left-handed starting pitcher in baseball. Whoa, come, on. dude. I'm just. I'm just saying. I agree. He's he's got it. I think it's a little bit of funk. It's early. Add a full year of good. Yeah, the legal readjust. But right now, he looks nasty. He looks great. He's. We had a guy. Let's go deep cut. Okay. Final deep. Dad's not here. Yeah, that's true. No rules. Dad's not here. Guys, you're right. Just want to say one. Talk about one more player. One more player. You you probably don't even know who this is. Try me, bitch. Framber reminds me. A former twin. Liriano. And then Astro, actually. Liriano. Or maybe he was an Astro before he was a twin. Okay. Sam Deduno. 
Deduno. Okay. Do you remember Sam? There was a point where Sam Deduno. I mean, he just like threw this fastball Sam that like Deduno. it was like a knuckleball, but it was a fastball. And there were there was like a stretch of starts. He was the best pitcher in baseball. Nobody could fucking hit him. Very much reminds me of Framber. Wow. Just a wild card that came out of nowhere. Uh, and doing silly shit kind of like the most soft-spoken guy off the field. Like you, all he would do is sit in his locker and read the Bible, <laughs> sit on the plane and read the Bible. It's all he would do and was the nicest guy. And he could sing. Like he just like starts, Ooh. he'd be reading the Bible and singing in his locker. Like just Damn. what a guy, but he had a stretch of starts where he was like unhittable. Uh, there's one game in particular in Houston where he had like his fighting necklace and he was chewing mm. on it like like he was so intense on the mound. It was like a completely different person, um, but very similar to like Framber, just like kind of coming out of nowhere and dominating. So uh, I enjoy watching Framber very much. As we always say on the spot, we were the first people on Framber. Know what I love, Trev? Sam Deduno. Um, some of these, his stats are pretty good. Pretty good stat page. Uh, looks like it just kind of ended for him. I'm telling you. Um, what year was that? 2013 or 14, something like that. So he was he had a couple starts that were just lights out. 2013, he had a just a nice year. Uh, 18 starts, a 3.83 ERA. Uh, on MLB Network, they were comparing him to Liriano and Johan uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I think that's, I think that's a I think those, hefty comparison right there. The only thing I differ on that is those pitchers were built on their changeup, and I think Framber's money is the curve. Um, well. Liriano's slider when he came up was Liriano was the best left-handed pitcher in baseball in 2000 was like six or something when so he first was came Johan up. for a while Johan and yeah and then Liriano was unhittable that those guys were fun to watch I, I mean I agree with that Framber's been incredible Sam Deduno reading the Bible and singing on planes BBD it looks like you had a final note or did I take your I think- Deduno Bible thing Oh, I'm just looking at to do now. I think I found the stretch. We had to stretch from end of May till early August of 2013. That was 77 innings of like a 2-6 ERA. Assuming that's the yeah. stretch. It's like a 12 It was game. just like a strange thing, you know? Pump it. Like all just very good starts. Sammy D. None of them like seven shutty, but like. Trev, you should, like you should. Six and two, seven and two. You should tweet that. At some of, like, the short kings of baseball, and I bet it would make their day that you tweeted at them about Sam Deduno. Um, Sam fucking Deduno. All right, let's tie it off. Hell of a show. Cats away. The mice will play. John Boy moving in. Got his notes in early. Pre-game show coming up next. Enjoy the baseball today. Oh, my God. Put the Sam Bedino highlight reel I want to show you in the pregame chat. Okay. Guys. <laughs>